All right. So I'm walking my dog, Wesley, earlier today. And on the other side of the street, there's this guy jogging while on his cell phone, like conducting some sort of business. With like, this, was the cell, cell phone on like a uh, speaker? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Well, like, and not a Bluetooth. It was like up to his ear. I couldn't hear the other person, but I okay. heard. Okay. That, that's what I was wondering, if you could hear the other person talking. You couldn't. No. Okay. It was just kind of funny. I'm not even, I'm trying not to like judge the guy or whatever. Okay. But it was kind of like, he was not like an in-shape guy jogging. He was kind of panting, heavy breathing. And just kind of like, yeah, 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 tell Julia to uh, up the order and, you know, business type talks. I was like, hey, good for you. I think if I were the other person on, on the phone, I might just be like, you know what? Why don't you just call me back? Why don't you just jog and then call me back in 20? Yeah, I don't, yeah, I agree. If I was Julia, I'd be like, you know what? This can wait. This can wait. Uh, yeah. You get your run in. Uh, it's also very smoky. I'm, you probably shouldn't be. Uh, where we live it's not great to be outside right now because uh all the west is on fire so mm -hmm. probably a little, probably unhealthy for him to be running outside today well it was a little better this morning that was like 9 a.m what did wesley do power to him for multitasking but it was just like uh <laughs> just panting like oh God, gotta get you know get two things done at once yeah so Wesley didn't say bark at him or no he gets distracted by twigs and his own leash Wesley is a mascot on our Instagram account sometimes you just post pictures of him looking like a genius dog he's a pain in the ass is what he is and on that note let's uh start the episode welcome to there will be books a podcast about books and running while talking on the phone I'm Peter joined as always by Matt Matt, today we're going to pick our October book club book. And then later on in the episode, I have a literature quiz for us to take, and we will compete in a 50-question battle. What? I'm competing with who? With you? Yeah, me. Uh, oh. I'll, ask each, yes. I'll ask each question. Well, there's a, it's multiple choice. That helps. And then uh, I'll let us know how we're doing, and we'll compete. And uh, I'm just supposed to trust that you don't have the answers. I have not cheated. I did look at the question huh. briefly. There is a answer key at the bottom of the page. I'll tell you where I got this from. Shout outs to um, the blogger who put this together. And I don't. T uh, if any of the answers are wrong, it's not my fault. I'm getting this from a secondary source. So. That's pretty Weasley, but no, no, that's not. I didn't create this myself. <laughs> so uh, let's start though with our book club nominations for first time listeners. Matt and I pick our book club. Uh, he has three nominations. I have three nominations. We'll briefly discuss why we chose those and then we'll kind of convene and figure out what we want to read this month together. Last month we read American Rust, the month before that we read uh what's it flashman flashman is that just the regular title of it yeah just flashman yeah. Uh, yeah okay and do you want to go first sure i'll start with one first pick first right. nomination yeah well what's fun about this month is i'm going to lean pretty heavily into halloween like spooky horror halloween stuff all right 
I'll embrace. Trying to scare me. You know yeah. I don't like scary stuff, right? I don't like it. Well, in real, like you're afraid of ski lifts and. No, no, I don't like horror movies. I, I think they're real and they freak me out, but continue. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This one, this one is a classic that I haven't read that I really should read. Okay. Now would be a good opportunity. All right. uh, Dracula. Ooh. Bram Stoker. It's pretty. Uh, yes, Dracula. I have not read that either. Link. Got a little mass market paperback copy, 380 pages. Don't think it'd be too bad. Pretty good selection. Check that one off the list. I've never really been compelled to read this book dracula but you know i think it would be interesting yeah what was that book I, mean, either. I got it got into my head a couple uh, months ago and i found it at a used bookstore it's like you know what one of these days <laughs> one of these days yeah. and you want that day to be uh that's a pretty good pick actually i like i like the i like that you have a theme i like that you have a sense of purpose because i'll be honest my three nominations were kind of scattered and i couldn't make up my mind this month I should have had a I should have had a theme, like fall or leaves changing, something like that. Well, don't beat yourself up too much. Okay. All right. Dracula. Okay. Anything else you want to say about Dracula? Have you ever seen the movies? I have not seen the movies. No. Oh, we could watch. We could watch interview with a vampire, but the vampires aren't Dracula. Dracula is a vampire. Dracula is a vampire. Not all vampires are Draculas. Gotcha. I enjoyed Count Chocula as a child. Ugh. I don't know. If we pick that one, I'll I'll buy a bowl and eat it during the next. I don't podcast. like I don't like that cereal. It's not good. Yeah, you wouldn't. You like oat bran. What kind of name is Bram, by the way? Bram. Bram. Oh, uh, the dude who wrote Dracula's name. Yeah. Well, I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's an uncommon name. Well, sure. Okay. It's, he wrote from a different time. So Dracula. Dracula one. My first nomination is going to be very literary fiction. It's very, uh, it's from 1992. It's a first novel of this author. This author's only written three novels. In the beginning, it's uh, dedicated to Brett Easton Ellis, which I kind of hold against it because I don't really like that guy. Franzen? Uh, whoa. Brett Easton Ellis, the guy who... No, no, no. I'm trying to guess the book you're oh, saying. Who, yeah. Jonathan Franzen? Who nope. would do that? They're three novels. They were, they were, her novels, it's a her female author, written probably... On a tart. Yep, there you go. Secret History? Yeah. Ah. Look at that. Mm -hmm. Secret nice. History, the Don Tart, I... 1992. Nice, okay. I, yeah. Uh, it sounds pretentious. My, that might be harsh. I have a copy. I've been meaning to read it for a bit. I think she's yeah. very. She's a very, from what I can tell, a very smart person. Mm -hmm. Awful. Maybe has a lot of references in her work. I don't really know anything much about this book. Sort of uh, a circle of five students, worldly and self-assured, selected by a charismatic classic professor to participate in the search for truth and beauty as part of the description of the book. Yeah. And I think there's a murder or, or yeah, or someone die i don't know exactly but i have been, i think i own all of all three of her books uh the goldfinch is her most recent one they turned it into a movie it was hugely uh i think popular and sold a lot of copies so i read the goldfinch oh you did what'd yeah. you think of it it's good she's a good writer okay 
This is a good book. Yeah. But I have the Secret History, first nomination uh, of mine. So Good choice, actually. Good choice. Okay. You're okay. being so hard on yourself, man. It's, uh, I, I, just get, I don't know. I get self-conscious about my choices. I don't know. You're going to make fun of me. You're going to do all these things. I don't know. Never. 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 I'll be, yeah. All right. So your second nomination. All right. Second nomination. One I haven't actually read, but I've read most of her other books. Yep. And I need to read this one. Um, Haunting of Hill House by Shirley Jackson. Ooh, I, I thought you were going to do something of Shirley Jackson's when I kind yeah. of do your theme here. Yeah. Haunting of Hill House. Okay. Why is this? Is this a novel? Am I correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a novel. It's that, and we have always lived in the castle are her big, the, the two ones that come to mind, I think, are most popular. We have always lived in the castle is great. So is I this, like like, is this a horror story or ghost story? Is it, or is it like, like a haunted house type thing. As an aside, I hate haunted houses. Because you're scared of them? Absolutely. I don't like people trying to scare me. You mean like the ones you go in, like they're that you and go they, into, and they, and they jump scare you, and they can grab okay. your arm or whatever. Yeah, they should, they yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't surprise me at all. No, it doesn't. I don't like being like surprised in the moment. I do well with scary stories. I can, I like a good creepy book, but yeah, yeah. I don't. Maybe I'll, I, I'll like the like literature of it, but seeing it for some reason, just, I don't know, gets, gets to me. I'm a big baby when it comes to that kind of stuff. If we chose one of mine, you, would you have to just only read in the daytime? Probably. I'm not going to lie. Scary the daytime night. book. Plus, I work like when it's dark out. So. <laughs> well, all right. Well, good. Good thing reading. we have a month. You're, yeah, I'll have yeah. a whole month of just daytime reading. Haunting of Hill House. Any, mm-hmm. Anything else you want to say about the, when was this published or what? What is it? Oh, fifties or sixties? She died. Shirley Jackson died in the sixties. Yeah, nineteen fifty nine. Nineteen fifty nine. So yeah, okay. she's a very good writer. She seems to have had a sort of renaissance lately. I see her name a lot. Yeah. I don't really know a lot about her. Somebody the, read a her wrote a pretty good biography about her. And I don't know. I, I wonder if she's always kind of been kind of an underground favorite or if there really is a genuine. Yeah, I think there's a movie that just now. came out about her. Hold on, let me Google this. Well, they've made both We Have Always, or we have always Lived in the Castle and The Haunting of Hill House are Netflix movies. Okay. I'm hesitant to watch them because I don't want the book, the We Have Always Lived in the Castle is so good. I kind of don't want to. A yeah. bad movie to sour so there's it. There's a new movie called oh. Shirley with uh, Elizabeth Moss, who is in Mad Men, and she oh, plays yeah, yeah. Shirley Jackson. Okay. And that came out this year. That's what I was thinking about. Hmm. Hmm. So, if we pick that, we might have to watch that movie. I'd do that. Okay. All right. It's a good selection. Yeah. Trying to, trying to scare me. Trying to. Make me have nightmares. I get it. I, I get what you're doing. So, my second selection Zadie Smith on Beauty. Um, I've read White Teeth, her first novel, and really liked it. 
I picked up her Swing Time, I want to say is the title of one of her more recent novels. Yeah. I thought it was actually not very good. Oh, almost really? bordering on bad parts of it. Whoa. The writing was good, but like the, the plot was I thought was I don't know. The structure was just it bothered me. I was kind of surprised. So oh. I'm I'm kind of one for two with her. And I've had this book for a long time. And I think Zadie Smith has a new collection of essays, I want to say, that just came out. Yeah. But I kind of wanted to do a, a fiction selection. Do you have this book? I do. I do. And let me just say, Ms. Smith, I uh, disagree with Peter's assessment of Swing Time. You like Swing Time? I haven't read it. I just don't want to offend her because I want to have her on the, the pod. So. That's yeah. good. Have you read so White Teeth? Though? White Teeth is good, really good. White Teeth's great. Yeah, she's twenty four when she wrote that. I know that's depressing. Crazy, it's depressing. really good first book. Funny, yeah. yeah. No, she's good. So this seems to be a. Let's see. I'll read the back. Just outside of Boston, in the small college town of Wellington, which is made up, from what I gather lives a family that is anything but typical, liberated by education, complicated by race, and hobbled by self-delusion. They are about to stray onto the battleground that divides personal belief from political conviction. On Beauty is Zadie Smith's brilliant, hilarious send-up of the culture wars that define our age. Sounds pretty yeah. Cool. yeah. It was a, one of the New York Times book review, 10 best books of the year. I don't think we have to you know, I think Zadie Smith's a pretty well-known fiction writer these days, kind of a, mm -hmm. a, a known commodity. Um, any book she writes will get reviewed in 20 different places and, you know, yeah. Yeah. for good reason. So that was my selection. I was, uh, my first one was, I had was the Susan, new Susanna Clark one that you talked about mm -hmm. a couple episodes ago that got, has getting really good reviews, but yeah. I told you about that one. I wanted to surprise you and change it. So I changed it to On Beauty by Zadie Smith. Nice. nice. Well, good. Yeah. Another okay. good choice. I need to catch up on her. Yeah. I wanted to read books, more man. of uh, her fiction. I read two of her books and this is kind of the other one I've heard most about. So cool. Good. All right, Matt, your final nomination. All right. It's in keeping with the others. It's called 20th Century Ghosts by Joe Hill. All right. Who is Stephen King's son? Yes. He publishes under, I think Hill, Hillstrom is his middle name. So I don't, I think he wanted to not trade in on his dad's reputation. So he published under a pen name. This is his first book, published book. Yeah. Collection of short stories. And they're very good. I actually didn't go into it. I just wanted to, this is like five years. I've actually read this okay. like five or so years ago. I wanted something creepy to read around Halloween and I just kind of stumbled on this one and I read it not knowing he was a Stephen King's kid. And they're, they're very good. They're, How'd you find out he was Stephen King's kid? Uh, it was, the book was good. I was like, who is this guy? And so I Googled it and there were kind of connections like, Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so his career he's, and I've read some of his other stuff. He's, they're all very good okay. books. So it's not a case of a nepotism, <laughs> which even it's interesting, like, cause I don't know in the writing world, yeah. I think maybe if you wanted to lean heavily into 
your one of your parents being a famous author, yeah, you could maybe get a, your first book published, but I don't think it helped you out career wise. Because I think if your first book was just trash, I don't think. You know what I mean? You wouldn't have a career. Yeah, so yeah, you might get in the door, but if you don't have talent, you'll get found out. Yeah, your your dad can't. I would I agree with that. Yeah. Anyway, smart. Yeah. Yeah. So So good. It's a good pick. I've heard. I remember we worked at the bookstore. I think you mentioned that book to me a long time ago. Mm -hmm. It's really good, and they're they're short stories. Some are. They're mostly you know. Are they unified? Unified and. They're all ghost stories, I'm assuming. No, no. Some of them are light. Some of them are kind of funny. Okay. It's, you know, just a collection of vaguely within the horror genre, but some of them are kind of like poignant. And oh, okay. They're good. It's, it's actually a really good uh, little collection. All right. My last uh, nomination it is set in New York City right before the United States joins World War II. It's a comedy, I believe. Someone that I think you're familiar with. The book is A Time to Be Born by Don Powell. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Nice. Uh, set against the back, set against an atmospheric backdrop of New York City in the months just before America's entry into World War II. A Time to Be Born is a skating satire of cynical New Yorkers stalking each other for various selfish ends. It sounds like it's there is a, like a historical, actual uh, character that, like the the main character's name is Amanda Keller, who's modeled on a real person, Claire Booth Brokaw, who is the uh, married to Henry R. Luce. Henry Luce, yeah, yeah, Luce. yeah. Claire Booth Luce, she became. Henry Booth Luce, yeah. So I think that's. At the, I think at the time she wrote this or whatever, she said it wasn't, and then it sort of came out that it. it Authors do that. It's when it's pretty clearly based on somebody, but you don't want you know you got to walk a fine line. Mm-hmm. So it clearly is, but you just can't say like. Mm, yeah. yeah, you have the uh, Library of America, one of those that has like four novels in it. Is this yeah. one in it? Do you know? No. No, it's not. but I could track that one down. It'd okay. be worth, yeah. Yeah, so. I like Don Powell. You like Don Powell. I've never read Don Powell. Gun to my head. She, she and Gore Vidal are probably my favorite 20th century authors. Like, they're, she's very good. She's very well, funny. I don't like guns, so I'm not going to put a gun to your head, but that's good to hear. It's good to hear for the Don Powell state. Yeah. Well, I don't like, I say that because I don't like to pick, like, your all-time favorites you know because there's multiple good things so i don't like so yeah. gun to your head is not a it's a colloquialism you don't okay. literally do that it just means you force me to choose knife to your neck <laughs> that would work actually but that's it would not work it would you would English yeah language. we should well, change some sayings we should cut you know sayings you know knife to your neck mm. or, uh that's pretty bad. It's pretty graphic. I think that's more graphic than oh, gun to your head's pretty graphic too. Yeah. Anyway, so what do you think of our uh, nominations? I, I like them. We got to hash, yeah. hash out which kind of area we want to go in. God, I would be happy we go spooky with all, with all six. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna have six books this month. Oh, sweet. Yeah, we gotta re- <laughs> we gotta read that and make headway on Countdown and Cristo. We're not gonna have lives. 
Yeah. No, it's not a big deal for me. Um, the one of mine that I'm least excited about is probably On Beauty. Yeah. I want to read the book, but I don't know. My favorite, the one I want is Don Powell, maybe. Yeah. That would be my highlight. Out of yours... Since I've heard so much about Shirley Jackson recently and that she's sort of making movies out of her stories and stuff, I kind of want to see what she's about. Sort of see. Yeah. I, I yeah. Like her or if I just don't click with her. So Haunting, Haunting of ha- Hill House would probably be, or Dracula. Yeah. Just as a, like a classic, you know, we, had, we talked earlier about, you know, uh, we have gaps. Everyone has gaps in the reading where they have big books or famous books or classics that they have haven't read. Yeah, I think Dracula would be definitely on that list. What are you, yeah. What are you thinking as far as? So I have it in my head that I want to do something like Halloweeny. Okay. Of I'm yours, a- I'm I'm torn because I think the secret history would kind of fit into that. It's kind of got a a autumnal vibe about yeah, it. it's so new it's england it's horror yeah. yeah um but i also really want you to read don Powell. I'm, i would be excited to read her i might just read her on my own anyway but yeah. not as a um i kind of so we've done um last month was a literary hist like a you know lit literary fiction lit thick, yeah uh flashman was more comedy historical comedy yeah venture yeah i I, i'm not even though i don't like being scared i'm like i don't think i can get i don't think books really scare me well let's find out i kind of want to find out um which out of the three of yours so i i'll agree let's do a spooky one do you want haunting a hill house of mine I think that'd be a good one to do this month. Haunting of Hill House. Yeah. The, the three H's. Mm-hmm. Or Haunting Hill House. It's Wait, pretty manageable. I've wanted to read Haunting it a long of time. Hill House or is it Haunting Hill House? The Haunting of Hill House. Oh, okay. That wrote it down. Haunting of Hill House. Let me let's see here. Let's see if I can get a cool Haunting of Hill House picture. What kind of what kind of book can I get of this? Um, oh, it's a Netflix? Yeah, Netflix series. I don't want the uh, movie cover. That's not good. No, no. I ne- never get the movie cover. Hmm. How do I, I don't even it? like to look at who's in it so I can form my own uh, Yeah, my own image of the characters. Haunting of Hill House. Yeah, it's, it looks pretty scary. I see like the um, Penguin Classic. Ooh, that house. That hill house. That, well, that dang that hill house. Was- You'd read it in the daytime and always make sure your girlfriend's present. You don't get too scared. <laughs> she watches stuff I don't even know. This is a short book, by the way. Do you yeah. know that? Okay. One, uh, Stephen King called it one of the only two great novels of the supernatural in the last hundred years. How much do you want to bet that Stephen King's like the other great supernatural book is one of his books that he's like, yeah. I'm pretty sure he's a student enough not to actually say that. Uh, Neil Gaiman says it, sure he, it scared me as a might. teenager and it haunts me still. Yeah. Yeah. This other person called it the scariest book I've ever read. 
Mm-hmm. You psyching yourself out? No, let's do I'd it. I'd say we go for it. Yeah, okay. That's our or secret case. history, but I mean. What? Or secret history. No, let's do the haunting of Hill House. Embrace Halloween. Yep, we're embracing nice. it. I'm going to get scared. Maybe we can watch uh, the 10-part Netflix series. Actually, I probably won't do that, but hey. I might check it out. I got to wait till after I finish, though. Yeah, you don't want to do it. Yeah, I can't have the movie ruining the book. I agree. All right. Pretty good, good selection. Good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. as for Don Powell, I might just read this on my, you know – how we, we read multiple books at once. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. All right. Sounds good. I like, I like the selection this month. I always like the selections. We haven't had like a really bad one where we're just like, this is terrible. No, <laughs> That's what six, kinda, yeah. We should pick a book one month where we're like, we're both like, this is, I don't want to read this. We do need to figure out a way to work in like, I pick something for you that's like way out of your comfort zone. This is out of my comfort zone. I'm telling you. Like, well, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm saying like a a historical romance or a cozy mystery or something like that. And then you get a pick, you'd pick one for me. Flavic depressing. Sad person with the unpronounceable in English Slavic name. Yeah. I love it. Let's get started on the quiz. So we've picked our book. The 50 question quiz. Yeah, it's, uh, this is on broke by books is the blog. Uh, it's subtitles, the bookish journey of a bipolar writer. I just found this. I was looking for like trivia facts about books to ask you. And then I found this quiz. It, um, the blogger's name is Sarah. So thank you, Sarah. And thank you for having this blog and we're using it in good faith. So don't get mad. And if you're listening to this, check out her blog. It looks interesting. It's got uh, a lot of different, it looks, it looks very professional. So I hope we enjoy this quiz. Are you excited, Matt? Me too. Well, yeah, I hope I enjoy it too. Let's find uh, out. Um, wait a second. Hold on. I don't know if this is part, there's like a book. This might be part of a book. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know if there's also this link to the great literature trivia quiz book by Sarah S. Davis. And let's see here. I don't know. I'm getting a little confused. Maybe this is part of it. I don't know who came up with these questions. I'm a little confused by the blog. I should have looked at this closer and now I'm like, I don't know who wrote these. So, <laughs> uh, broke by books. Thank you. All right. Uh, it's, it's separated into different, uh, genres or categories. So the first ones we have are classical and early literature to 12 to 1800. All right. You ready? Oh yeah. First question. Name the author who wrote the Iliad. A. Euripides. Homer. Homer. B. Beowulf. C. Homer. D. Virgil. I'm going Homer as well. And you're going Homer as well. That's an easy one, but let me make sure I, I got the answers here. C, correct. All right. Next question. Put the three cantos of the Divine Comedy in the correct order. 
Paradiso, Purgatorio, Inferno is A. B, Inferno, Limbo, Paradiso. C, Purgatorio, Inferno, Limbo. Or D, Inferno, Purgatorio, Paradiso. D. D is your, uh, let's see here. Inferno, Paradiso. I'm going to go B. Uh, let's see here. We might not have to do all 50 because this is. Uh, well, I don't know. Do right. we do the, the multiple choice ones or see if we just get it off the top of our heads? Okay. Okay. I, yeah. Little. It's a little bit hard to do all of these. You actually got that one right. I did not. Um, okay. Yeah. There's no limbo. It's no limbo. I don't know. It's a dance I, move. No, it's not. Yeah. It is. <laughs> you ever been to limbo? That's Mambo. Kind of roller skate rink? Uh, no, I can't roller skate. Is that surprising? No. Not at all, man. Let's move on. Let's move on. Can't ice skate, can't roller skate. Next question. Don Quixote was written in which language? Old English, Italian, Spanish, or Greek? Spanish. Spanish. Right? Yeah. So that was, was kind of easy. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Fourth one. The hero Beowulf faces a monster known by this name. Grendel. Okay, I'm just. This might just be me asking you questions and see if you can miss these. Okay, Grendel, there you go. John Donne is known as a member of which school of poetry? The Donne School. That's not one of the ones. Romanticism, Jacobian, Georgian, metaphysical. I'm gonna uh, go meta let's, metaphysical. We'll say romantic. All right. Let's see here. Five. Wrong. It's C. I don't know. What was the Gregor I don't know how to pronounce that word. Looks Georgian? Like Georgian with an N. Georgia with an I don't know. I'm an idiot, so Norgin. Don't judge me. Uh I don't let's go. Mark Twain's beloved characters, Tom Sawyer and Huckleberry Finn, reside in which state? Alabama? Missouri. 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 Yeah, we don't need that. All right, all right. This genre of fiction in which novels like Dracula are told in letters, diary entries, newspaper clippings, and more mixed formats came to prominence in the late 18th century. Bell's letters, pastoral, buildings roman, or epistolary. I think it's a, a, epistolary. Epistolary, yeah. I think it's that. Hold on, we're gonna have a dog barking session here in a second. There, see something outside. Oftentimes our podcasts are interrupted by barking you can hear that in the background right now yeah. i'm quoting it they probably see the male person come by tell your like uh male fact dogs and, and male people that was a good fact. yeah when wesley was in training uh like puppy training we uh the the trainer told us that dogs bark with the intention of making people go away yeah so by virtue of what mailmen do all day, every day, they dogs continue to bark at the mailman because in their minds it just works. Mm -hmm. You know, they bark at you know this person, and then the person automatically leaves, and so they continue to do it. You know, because they're defending the house from an intruder, and it it always works every single day. That's why they bark at mailman. It's good. It's good. It's a fun. It's a fun little fact. I don't know if I want to do all these questions. There's 50 of them. I just realized. Just. Pick Actually, here's a Don Carr one. Name the author that 
this writer penned the Pulitzer Prize winning novel, The Goldfinch, Donna Tart. There we Donna go. Tart. Yeah. Uh, how would you consider your science fiction and fantasy trivia? Let's find out. But we don't need to do the multiple choice. Let's see if we get okay. it. Let's just see if you can get this. Who is the hero of Douglas Adams' Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy series? Arthur Dent. Beth, yep, there er, er, Dent? Arthur something. Arthur Dent, yep. Yeah. Stanley Kubrick's 1968 epic science fiction film, 2001, The Space Odyssey, was inspired by a short story by this writer, who also co-wrote the screenplay with Kubrick. Was it Arthur C. Clarke? I don't know. Let's see. That's one of the options here. 27. Let me yeah. Look. Or the monkey from the movie. It's one of the two. Yep. Arthur C. Clarke. Okay. I've not read anything. Okay. That's good. You're two for two. Let's see if you can go three for three. In H.G. Wells, The Time Machine, does the character travel forward or backward in time? Oh, I've only seen the movie. But it was forward, right? It's really seen. far forward. 28. Right? You're right. Three for three. Yeah. There you go. Are you feeling confident? You want to keep going? Do you want to phone a friend? Did you ever watch um how I want to be a millionaire, whatever that show was? The Regis version, yeah. yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, it was all right. All right. And Neil Gaiman's Neverwhere. Neil Gaiman's Neverwhere is set in an underground world of which city? London. London. Let's see if that's right. Have you read it that is. book? Yeah, it's, it's London. You're correct. Four for four. You consider yourself a bit of a trivia buff, though, right? It's the only thing I'm good at. You're going to know this one, I think. Who is the central hero of Pat- Patrick Rothfuss' The Name of the Wind? Quoth. Yep. KV. K-V-O-T-H-E. How about you come at the last book of that series? How about, how about that gets released? No. I think we need to give him all the time he needs, actually. All right. I say that non-snarky. Okay. He's writing for posterity. It's true. Not to appease a bunch of uh, short attention span fans. <laughs> uh, I think you're going to know this one, too. You might get all this. Name the, that book. Chronologically, this novel comes first in the C.S. Lewis Chronicles of Narnia series. Uh, this is a pet peeve of mine. That chronologically, it's... The Magician's Nephew, but Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe was published first, and that's the order it should be in, although the newer editions mess with the order and put Magician's Nephew first, but I strongly disagree with that. Okay. You're you're correct, so that's good. On both, actually, yeah. Yep, okay. I don't think you're going to get this one, because I don't think this is a book you've read. What's the name of the College of Magic that Quentin Coldwater attends in Lev Grossman's Magicians Trilogy? Yeah, I don't think you've read that. Bogworts. <laughs> nope. Where did I get Osthorn, Brazenose, Pembroke, or Breakbills? I don't care. Okay. That's good. Bogdorts. Bogdorts. Whatever. I don't know. You got almost all of those right. That was good. There's also a mystery and thriller one. Do you want to try that one? Give me a give me a handful. Okay. Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, Sherlock Holmes, made his first appearance in print in which novel? Oh, was it the Scarlet Pimpernel? No, that's not even uh, Scarlet something. Studying Scarlet. Yeah. Thirty-three. 
I looked at the wrong question. It said false. I'm like, that's not a true or false question. That's <laughs> a little bit confusing. Oh, they they're all they're all mixed mixed up now. Oh no, I don't know. The, the answer key is all off. Thirty three. What's going on? Oh, the quiz might be over. The disaster. I think it's D. I don't know. I think I don't, now I don't trust the answer key because uh, thirty four is a true or false question, but in the answer key, thirty three has false, and then I don't know. Yeah. Oh well. Dang it. Pretty sure right. it's Scarlet, but yeah, I don't know. That's um, that's good. All right, I don't think I think you're. I think you would have dominated me in this. I would not have gotten very good answers in this. Um, yeah. Anyway, I like a good quiz, but uh, do you know any Shakespeare quiz or trivia? Not really. Okay. So you would not. The character yeah. of Hamlet was the ruler of which country? Denmark. Oh, Denmark. Yeah. That one. I was King Claudius in a ninth grade production of Hamlet. Really? Yeah. How'd you do? Uh, I don't know. My mother thought I did very well. I'll tell you a quick story. Um, we had the Salem witch trials. I want to say this was eighth grade. Mm-hmm. And I was in this like humanities or, and there were two classes for this um, one class. So there's like, kind of, like the the two o'clock and the three o'clock or whatever times they were anyway. And what would happen is our class would perform for the other one. You mean the crucible? Uh, I don't don't remember. It was the Salem wish trials or something. A play though. It was a play. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, So we had to, we performed it for the other class and then they did their performance. Um, So, I had a small part because I don't like speaking in front of people. I get nervous, whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I, my part was I was just supposed to like enter, you know, scene left or wherever, stage left, whatever, and, and say literally four words like halt, you know, whatever. Anyway, not, mm-hmm. not important. And I had like a cue, I guess, if I remember correctly. This is very dramatic for a, you know, neurotic <laughs> youth. Yeah. You turn into a neurotic adult so i had a cue i guess and as i remember i was once this cue happened i would come in anyway so we're doing the performance or whatever and i for some reason i don't know why i did this i must i don't really remember why i i walk in to the scene way too early and say my thing (laughs) and everybody is just i throw the whole thing out of whack because everyone is confused and they're like do we continue on do we just go from where, like, do we jump ahead a huge portion in the play or whatever? And I say that and I know right away that it, it, that's like, I've screwed up and I just walk back. Yeah. It messed up the play so much. We had to restart from the beginning. <laughs> that's funny. And it's still to like every once in a while, I'll just be sitting there and I'll be like, remember how embarrassed you were when you messed up that play? <laughs> You're laughing, but it was oh man! I oh, no, it'd be terrifying in the moment. What I grade was, did you say this was? Yeah, I would say like eighth grade. You know, where like everything is super. You know, yeah, there's clicks and you can be embarrassed easily and whatever. Everything's awkward anyway. It's, everyone's awkward. Some people are are faking like they know what's going on. I couldn't do that. So me ruining a play, 
Do you think you would have been a good public speaker had it not been for that? Is no. this the moment that? No, no. I don't think so. Okay. I took a uh, speech. I had a speech in high school. Didn't like that. I had to take it in college too. Mm-hmm. I prepped for those speeches. Like it was like the presidential debate. Like I would, yeah. I would practice so often by the time I did it, I got an A for some, I don't, I don't know. It was, I took it during summer school when I thought there wouldn't be that many kids in the class. Yeah. And it was a pretty, I mean, I don't think the teacher was like, all right, whatever. Like, I don't want to fail anybody, but hey, you got an A, congratulations. But I was like, I would practice every speech. I gave a speech on um, my first time I got a kidney stone. It's one of my favorite speeches. Nice. I think that was my speech I memorized. Yeah. It's pretty good. How about you? Public speaking. Yeah, it's all right. I can kind of do it. I don't psych myself out, you know? Oh, I psych myself out. Took, I took speech in college. I was an idiot in college, so I took all my gen eds. I, like, I put them off until the very end. Yeah. So like, I was like, towards my senior year, I was 23 and I was in speech and expository writing and all these basic gen eds with like a bunch of 18 year olds. Yeah. So my teacher was the same age as me. It was really <laughs> weird. And they do like, I'm five years into to school and like, they're doing like, here, we're going to, this class period, we're going to take a tour of the library. So me and my college buddy, that you had this class? College. Yeah. Because you, you just got to take one speech credit. Were you and by far the oldest person in there? Huh? You're by far the oldest person. Yeah, well, a buddy of mine from high school, we were the same age. He was taking it with me. But he was at, he was in the Army, and he got deployed to Iraq, and he had just come back. So he was – He had a good reason why he hadn't taken. In the smart way, you know? Like, he was just – and I was just taking it because I was an idiot. and was like, oh, I don't want to do it yet. Do you remember any of the speeches you gave? Yeah, I don't know. A bunch of bullshit about it. You, I think you blocked it out of your memory. You don't remember. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Just make stuff up. I, I didn't really like the teacher. We didn't have to, you know, there was tension. There's tension, really. Because me and my buddy, like, we didn't stay for the library tour day. We just kind of ducked out, skipped class. Why was there a library tour? I, needed a, I oh. needed a D to graduate. So I was just like, all right. So. Get, did you get a D? I think I got a C. Gentleman's C. Gentleman's C. <laughs> That's a good name for a, I don't know. Podcast, actually. Podcast, yeah. A gentleman C. A gentleman C. I once, uh, in college, I had like an 89.3 or 4 in a class. And I was talking to this writing teacher. And it was awkward because I was in their office. And I think I'd handed in a paper. He's like, hey, let me figure out your final grade or whatever. Whatever. So he's going through it. He goes, that's an 89.4. I was like, oh, man. He's like, I don't know if I'll round up. I'll let, uh, we'll see. And I, I felt awkward. So I was just like, I really liked your class. I'm like, just <laughs> something. I said it so, just so awkwardly. Most of, I've realized doing this podcast, most of my life is just awkward stories. I mean, just, yeah, I was just like, I really liked your class. Like I said it, I, maybe my voice broke or something like that. And he was like, I really liked your class, sir. He was like, okay, cool. And uh, he didn't round up my grade. <laughs> I don't like that guy. I got a B plus. Well, 89.4. I'll probably yeah. round up. It's like, cool. Thanks, guy. <laughs> probably I think, you, I think my awkward interaction with him, he turned out to be, uh, he is still teaching. 
at uh, university. Let's look him up. I know he's he's published. Maybe you should review some of his books. He writes uh, like young adult novels. Yeah, there you go. You still bitter about the eighty nine point four? No, I'm more. I'm more like uh, the the. I really liked your class, professor. I don't think he was a professor. Even he was a. That's a whole other thing, you know. Professors, adjunct professors. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's a whole thing. Yeah, it was awkward. Cause I don't, I didn't, I didn't really care. I was like, I'll take the, whatever the B plus. Oh yeah. Fine. I don't, I'm not aiming to go to grad school or anything like that. I'm getting, I'm realizing I'm getting a degree that I'm probably not going to work in. I'm like I should probably be going to school for like warehouse. Yeah. yeah warehouse sciences. Warehouse. Yeah. Warehouse science instead of English. Just on the forklifts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Literally, I should become a plumber. I'd be making way more money, but mm-hmm. or a uh, a welder. Mm-hmm. Welders, H. Then I could then I could write my my you know classic novel, and I'd be like, oh, what, what was his background? Oh, he's a welder, and he worked in retail, and he wrote this book. Yeah, that's a better background than academia, actually. Like I genuinely believe experience. Oh, I, I kind of agree too. That gives you a better grounding, more knowledge of people people other than college professors and students yeah we notice a lot of the a lot of the lit fic that's written by professors tends to center around either kind of sad sack professors and their dissolving marriage or sad sack professors having affairs with college students it's all there i mean i think that was true at one point i don't know if that's true now Hmm, fair enough or it's about the deterioration of the country and trying to fix it by debate class or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, Matt, any? do you have any uh, bookish thoughts or anything else? You're, I know you're always, you're, you always have books that you're reading that you keep from me. Well, I, I don't appreciate it, but I know it happens. You're always keeping books from the audience. I'm reading... I think I'm going to keep doing Desert Notebooks by Ben okay. Aaron. It's a really good book. I'll finish. And when I finish, I'll uh, talk about it a little bit, sum it up. I think whilst, what I'm also going to do as a public service, okay. um, I've always wanted to read Washington Irving, mm. especially that story, The Headless Horseman. Yeah. I think sometime before Halloween, before the end of the month, I'm going to read just the short story. Uh, the the headless horseman story. I have a, a version of Washington Irving's Irving. I think I have that too. I've never read it. I think I might embrace that and just kind of read the little short story on my own. We can talk about that as part of the whole a self improvement of your reading and minding the gaps. But, minding the know, gaps. We'll be able to. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out. I have the kind of Monte Cristo, but I'm not sure. And then now we have the, the, the haunting of Hill House. Yeah. Uh, but I, I kind of want to read something else. I'm trying to figure. I've been thinking about that today actually a lot. You know what? what? I, you know what we could do? Yeah. If if you're willing, because I have Piranesi and you're wanting to read it, it doesn't have to be like an official our official book club book, but we could both Ooh, read that. I like that. Piranesi. Is that how you pronounce it? Because I've never. I think so. Piranesi. Because it, yeah. I've only read it. I don't know how to. Pier Nisi, Susanna. Yeah. 
Suzanne. I mean, Clark. I've only read the title. I don't know how to. Yeah, but yeah, I think so. And but that could be okay. Too. I like that. Let's. That won't be official, but that will all. That will be a uh, something we can talk about. That having both read it. Yeah, we'll have that going. Agree. Too. Okay. Good. Yeah. I like that. We'll play. All right. Well, I think that'll be. Uh, kind of the end of us for us today uh you can check us out on instagram at there will be books we're posting pictures there you can also find us on goodreads where we post uh reviews matt does better reviews than i do probably tell by hearing us speak uh so negative you're so down on yourself get you um um I, I would say I take better pictures of our Instagram yeah. account. How about that? I, you have to use the filters more. F- filter the photos. My one today was okay. No, I like, yeah, you're good. I think your, but phone, yeah, some of them your phone's of a, broken now, too. Yeah, I have a, I have a bad, a crappy phone. But yeah, sure. Yeah, crap, you have a better, like, crack. Anyway. You have a better artistic eye for um, the visual than I Thank do. Thank you. I appreciate it. I don't know if you're is that back. Is that sarcastic? I don't know. I was trying to boost your self-esteem. Thank you. I'll take it. Um, and then we also have an email account at uh, willbebooks at gmail.com. We will be back next week to talk about books and other things and my neurotic behavior and Matt's unusual cooking habits. Anything else, Matt? No, that's it. I might, uh, we'll see. I might do the next one on a Bluetooth while I'm jogging. On that note, (laughs) see you next week.